0: This is Aldrin St. on Beyond the Headline. It is now twenty-three minutes after five o'clock. In conversation next with Lukanyo Kalata, who is the son of Fort Kalata, how do the families of the Cradock Four feel about the death of apartheid police minister Adrian Flock, without accounting for his crimes? The Cradock Four, uh, Fort Kalata, Matthew Goniwe, Spero Mkonto, as well as Sitkelo Mchlaudi, were anti-apartheid activists. They were arrested in a roadblock, assaulted, tortured, and later brutally murdered by the apartheid security police. Mkonto, as well As Mullaudi's bodies were found in Grebeja, while Goniwe as well as Galata's bodies were found in the bay a few days later. It's been 38 years since that murder, and Flock eventually dies without having accounted to those families. Lukanyo Galata now joining us on the line. Lukanyo, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, But I want to start off with saying compliments of the new season, but it job, (laughs) it (laughs) job.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so tired. I I had to drive back from uh, thing where we were doing the January 8th statement last night. Yeah. So that I could uh, do be in Joburg for the uh, for the president this morning. I I am so tired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You you are at service uh, and of service to to the nation, but also of service, I guess, to your own family, but also other families. Uh, who had lost loved ones um, during apartheid and some of those crimes still not being accounted for. And we know the issue around the NPA. We know, for instance, what happened at the Supreme Court of Appeal where it was also revealed there that uh, there was an instruction that was given not to um, pursue some of these cases. But now that you've actually had that sit down with the president and asked him about Adrian (coughs) Flock, what went through your mind? Uh,
1: You know, I I wanted... Um, today, I just actually wanted to gauge uh, the President's sentiment uh, uh, primarily around the death of friend Flock. Uh, it struck me, um, Aldrin, that he didn't actually, uh, you know, to the question, uh, uh, you know, uh, around friend Flock, he didn't pass his condolences, he, you know, he just completely was dismissive of that. But instead, uh, you know, did speak obviously about the fact that uh, Flock uh, was convicted uh, for the uh, attempted murder on Reverend uh, Frank Chicane and that he was handed a, a suspended sentence. Obviously, not long, uh, well, not I- ideal in the circumstances. But the president uh, then touched on the issue, uh, Aldrin, on how when he watches how uh, perpetrators, of Nazi crimes during the world War two uh, yeah. are still being prosecuted today, and obviously, and some of them are in the nineties so obviously, which is something that we as South Africa should actually be looking at towards uh, you know the Germans and what they 're doing uh, in terms of holding the people that were responsible. Uh, for the uh, for the holocaust responsible you know uh, accountable yeah. and i think we should be doing the same in south africa before these individuals die out we've been saying about adrian flock for a while now that you know the npa needs to move and it needs to move faster before uh, you know many more of these our uh, guys mm. uh, die without ever being held accountable for the crimes that they committed against our humanity. No,
0: Because as you point out to the president, um, the president's response being that um, but Adrian was convicted is that what he was convicted for for one crime and that yes. is the attempted murder on, on Reverend Frank Chikani. Yes, he's washed his feet and yes, he has apologized. But what about the conversation about full disclosure and what that looks like? And should we accept yeah. that his argument was that there were certain things, as FW de Klerk had said as well, there were certain things that were hidden from him?
1: No, not Flock. Uh, you know, Flock was um, the deputy minister of both police and defense. He was actually, yeah, he would have known a lot more than the actual ministers because Flock was actually on the ground. He was the one, for instance, Eldrin, that on the 5th of uh, June uh, in 1995, he was the one that traveled down to Cradock. Um, Once there, he was driven uh, to Matthew Goniw's house. He was shown where Matthew Goniw and his family actually lived. He was then driven the a kilometer, a kilometer and a half from Mziboniwa's house to where m- me and my father and my mother and my sisters were staying, where our family was staying, he was shown where Fort Palata actually lives. That was on the fifth of June. On the sixth of June, he then chaired a meeting of the joint management center in in um, in the Eastern Cape, where he, you know, he sought answers as to what can be done about the Boniwe problem on the 7th of june a day after that meeting two days after he was in kradok the military signal was sent by the eastern province joint management center that called for the permanent removal of fort kalata neki Boniwe, and Mbulelo lukonema now years later in an interview that he did with uh, uh, a gentleman called Hamilton Windy, who's a journalist, who, you know, Flock admitted in that, uh, uh, you know, interview that, in fact, the term permanent removal, his understanding of it was that people should be killed. So he knew all along
0: Yeah, he knew all along. Um, he has now passed on, um, but
1: the struggle continues. The struggle continues, my brother, particularly uh, with uh, the NPA and getting the National Prosecuting Authority to move with speed. Because the thing that we're warning about is that the perpetrators and the survivors are getting to an age of an Mm. where they they are dying, you know what I mean? So when my father was killed, my mom was 26 years old. My mom, dude, is going to turn 64 this year, you know? So she's lived, you know, most of her life with these unanswered questions around the murder of the father of her children, her husband, so the struggle continues in trying to get the NPA to move as fast as we possibly can. You know, I appreciated um, a moment that I had with uh, the president as we were being, being mic after our interview, mm. where he said to me, you know, this thing with your father, we are going to move on it. And I said to him, thank you very much, Mr. President. And, and I just hope that the government's move on this is, is is a lot faster than what it has been over the last 38 years
0: and we'll be following closely thank you so much for your time lukanyu kalata is the son of fort kalata and he's also the political editor at newsroom africa earlier on also he spoke to the president following the january 8 statement that was delivered yesterday at uh, the anc's january 8 statement celebrations in the free state it's a minute after half past five time for the news headlines